Welcome. You are now listening to Games on Earth, episode 101. Buckle up for the ride. Hello. 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 And welcome to Games on Earth, a podcast about video games and other games. I always say that. Uh, all sorts of games, all sorts of things, topics. A lot of times we'll talk about sports. Oh, I love sports. Ian, Sarnicole is here with me as well as Bradley Bichino. How are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. I'm tipping a drink back tonight yes. um, in frustration. Oh. Um, yeah. My life is taking a drift Ian? to the right. Oh, no. Ian, what, 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 what about you? I am doing just fine. I uh, I ate pretty much an entire lasagna, like over the course of two days. Nice. And this was like two days ago, so I'm, I'm isn't finally that, like. Isn't used to that always, normal for you, though? Yeah, we used to always call him Garfield back in uh, college. Because <laughs> <laughs> he hates Mondays and he only eats lasagna. And when he does, yeah. it's the whole thing. Which, as you can imagine, just has wreaked havoc on my digestive tract for years and years. I would have thought, like, you would have adapted by now, you know? Like, you're more human than human at this point because of your ability to imbibe lasagna. Lasagna. Yup, I'm good. I guess is the short short answer. (laughs) Guys, uh, Battlefront 2, there's a lot going on there, and I want to just start immediately by talking about that is that cool with you guys sure why not yeah i want to jump right in battlefront 2 is a mess this whole situation but it's kind of a fun game and i kind of (laughs) enjoyed it i red boxed that thing on saturday uh i was watching my brother's pup a little maverick and i played the single player all night from like i'd say eight o'clock to about three I wasn't playing like speed mode or anything. I was playing at a de- like a a decadent pace, nice and explory, you know. Like, mm-hmm. um, I probably could have gotten more out of it. There's more like challenges in the single player, but I beat it in one night, um, and I actually had a really good time. And then I played the multiplayer in the multiplayer. Or- okay. And then I played the multiplayer after that, and after beating the campaign, you get a bunch of credits to spend on stuff. I could immediately purchase anything I wanted, pretty much like. I was two rounds away from getting, maybe three rounds away from getting, like, Vader or Luke. Like, the two uh, characters that everyone was freaking out about. It's like, 40 hours. I didn't really feel that Vader-Luke thing was at all, like, a part of the problem. This game's problem is that while the storyline and the campaign and everything is passable, it's fine. It's not going to win any Oscars, but it's not, like horrendous um it's star wars so that makes it awesome (sighs) i don't know that and the multiplayer feeling of being inside uh, like a stormtrooper and like fighting a big battle you know with uh, these amazing graphics all the sounds that you hear are recognizable immediately because it's all the sounds from star wars and like playing as the millennium falcon yeah you recognize it all um there's some good bits in this game but it is a mess because they're surrounded by weird shitty okay not even barring all the microtransaction talk and the talk of money and 
and sponging out money from us consumers, their system for leveling up your characters in multiplayer is just, it makes no sense. It is the worst thing about the game. The progression, I'm using air quotes, it's it's horrible. It's, it's, a, it's like someone threw Call of Duty progression system in a blender and then poured in a little bit of Battlefield and then like sprayed like uh, store-bought, factory-made concentrate of Overwatch. Um, Jesus. And just mashed it all together without cooking it. Uh, threw in three raw eggs, with, again, without cooking it. Dumped it. Okay, this analogy's getting away from me. <laughs> Anyways, it's a bungled mess. Basically... Much <sighs> like that analogy. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> my whole like past rant was kind of off and on. I took a few detours here and there. Um. Anyway, what's your guys' perspective on this thing? I feel like I've been talking for like five minutes straight. My perspective? It seems like EA doesn't know what they're doing. Like, they... They're, they followed their first instinct, which is first and foremost, make as much money as they can. And then they realized, oh, wait, this isn't going to work because everybody hates us. <laughs> and they're so incompetent, they have no real solution to fix the problem, which... They have to gut the whole is thing a to get goodwill back. They yeah. need to redo yeah. the entire progression system. I feel a little bad for the developers. I don't feel bad for the marketing team and the <laughs> the, the suits at the top who are gonna, who are, whose financials are going to be hurt by the downslide of this game because of this uproar. Whatever, however big the downslide is. I mean, uh, honestly, I'm, I bet it's going to sell millions um, just because it's Star Wars. Yeah. But um, I feel bad for the developer who like worked on the sound of the speeder bikes or like programmed the lasers to work properly. And they were thinking, like, I'm working on this fucking awesome Star Wars project. This is going to be amazing. But for some reason, people up at the top were like, ah, no, it has to. I wonder when they got that mandate. Do you think the game was, like, done? And then they're like, we need to have people pay for this all the time. Or, like, we need to give people avenues to pay us more money as this game's existence continues. Um, to infinity, like, forever. We want to be, like the next destiny or whatever is making league of legends uh, yeah play games in general i don't understand though like how can it cost twenty two hundred dollars to unlock all of the multiplayer stuff that would be i think i can understand how that would be if you'd be able to buy a bunch of loot boxes and people probably predicted probabilities of loot boxes for dropping certain items once you get an item from a loot box it becomes like a duplicate in which you get like the currency, the in-game currency. Honestly, though, when I was playing it, this is the thing I, I want to mention. So I feel bad about the EA like developers. I don't feel bad for the people who made these decisions, but the moment-to-moment gameplay is so fun and the pay-to-win aspects that people are talking about where you can get an item that's like a 20% stronger grenade or like this thermal detonator is 80% stronger. And you're like, whoa, that's a big number. Uh, that they could have gotten out of a loot box that they paid real money for, um, which would give them a leg up a little bit. But think of a game like Battlefield when it's 40 on 40 and you're in the wave of death and everyone has these weird-ass cards that do random shit. 
there's never mm-hmm. really much opportunity for you to shine with your abilities and like really change the whole battle. You're not super overpowered. Like if a grenade, if a thermal detonator or grenade lands next to you in battlefield and you're like past the point of no return, you know, you're going to dive by it. This just makes that point of no return slightly bigger. The instances where you survive those grenades in the first place are so low. It's like following the grenade example. I know there's a lot of other things that impact the gameplay, but I don't know. That just, it doesn't seem as impactful as people are making out to be. That's the other argument against it that I think is a little pointless. I think that's just because it's still early, man. Yeah. I get what you're saying, and I and I want that to be the case, but I think that as soon as you start getting like clans and groups of people that have invested real money, mm-hmm. large enough groups, I should say, then yeah. it's just immediate domination. And then imagine, and then say, but it, I mean, it does months. match make you with people of similar like level and like equipment level. Cause the, the way you level up your characters weird assly enough is by getting cards for those characters that are higher level, which is, that's like I said, the progression system is total bullshit. It just sucks. Maybe, they, maybe um, they're just trying to model it after Gwent, dude. Gwent's fucking awesome. They just want to do fast. They're like, all right. It's like, Two months before launch, guys, but I really love digging that Gwent game. I think <laughs> like, we should add some like sort of card game aspect in it. What if the characters, the players, are playing a card game while they're shooting each other with lasers? Wouldn't that be fun, guys? And the dev team's like, oh my god. What? Like laser solitaire is what I imagine <laughs> they said. Like, Kids are going to love this shit. God, I wish that was actually what the cause was. And someone writes a book about it in 20 years. Like, <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing to hear? Uh, I'm worried about EA. They've made some weird choices this year. And I feel like Mass Effect Andromeda. And yeah. now this. And apparently oh, yeah. that new Need for Speed was really bad. It's What have they done well this year? I mean, like I said, I think Battlefront 2 is a fun game. I don't think okay, it's a but bad seven game. hours of seven hours of single player, even if it's great single player, does not offset for having no, just a piss poor multiplayer. Really fun. No, the multiplayer is really fun too. If you just don't think about progression at all, if you don't think about or worry made, about the internet's boxes made and too contents. big of a deal of it now, Derek. The internet has blown it up. I that's I that's the thing. That's I'm like sad about I, this. Like I, I liked agree. it. I didn't buy it, <laughs> but I liked it. Um. I'll buy it if someone else is interested and we could like get friends together to play, but <sighs> it's such a shame. I was such a fan of those first two Battlefronts on the original Xbox or the original, uh, what, everything. They're, I think they're out for PS2 as well. Yeah, we played but We played two a lot. Yeah, we did. Ugh, they were so good. <sighs> Which, another thing is it just annoys the shit out of me that they also named this one Battlefront 2. Like, I know that they redid their, you know, EA took it over, but for yeah. me, to look back on all the fond memories of Battlefront 2, and then to still have this one also called that, just annoys me. Maybe it shouldn't, but... I... <laughs> I think it shouldn't annoy you as much as all the other shit <laughs> 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 that, that they're guilty of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, just, I think we're just yeah destined to. No, because companies like Ubisoft it. are doing really cool things. Like, Ubisoft has interesting updates to their games, and they've really like 
turned this year. Like, I've been playing a ton of Assassin's Creed Origins, which I'm not going to talk about today. Because um, Brad has something he needs to get off his chest. But Ubisoft is, is, is good. I don't know. Blizzard. Activision's not bad, you know. Destiny wasn't bad. I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Brad. Yes. Yeah? Let's. I want to stop talking about Battlefront. Like, I've heard so much about Battlefront. Any last thoughts, everyone? No. Okay. No. I'm done. Done. Good. It's funny. No more, it doesn't deserve any more airtime. <laughs> I just made a meme. I, I can see it. I can see it. Brad <laughs> uh, created a meme. I'm, I'm going to try it's and describe it. It's going viral. Uh, Pop EA, can I play my Vader? Uh, it's a little alien boy saying that. And then in front of the alien boy is a giant head uh, with the letters EA on the back, like a political cartoon. <laughs> but it's a three-dimensional head, which is weird. Um, I, uh, this is hard to explain. I'm going to have to put this you don't on the website get it. or something, it's... Brad. <laughs> you don't understand it? Oh, Not my there. God. This is gold. Uh, this is like art house gold, what you're doing here, but it's not good for the for the listeners. This isn't yeah. for the listeners. <laughs> it's a very visual, visual medium. <laughs> I'm going to post this on the website, Brad, if you can remember to save this. If you want yeah, to see let me it, just go put, to Let me just put my signature on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad, you've had an issue here. Oh, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he drew a penis on it. It's a Thanksgiving turkey, you fucking dirty, dirty pervert. <laughs> he drew a turkey on there. It's in poor taste. You know how many turkeys are going to die tomorrow? Oh, yeah, it's Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everybody. Thanksgiving, wow. You know uh, what, what are I'm you thankful, thankful for, for, Derek? Oh, no, Ian was saying that. Ian, oh. what are you thankful for? No, then I was going to make a joke about games without microtransactions. No, but would have just spiraled us back, so you guys go mm. ahead. <laughs> So Brad, so Brad, tell me about Skyrim VR. Let's just Skyrim dive into VR it. is not a Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> Wait, what? Sky Skyrim VR is a game with fluid combat that makes every battle feel like you're in the middle of a fantasy action movie. Unlike almost every Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> That has ever been made. Agreed. It's. I'm serious. Oh. It's a whole new game. Yeah, it definitely is. It, it's wild how different it feels. Um, I, 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 I run into a bandit camp. Oh, I sneak into a bandit camp. I see them first. I draw my arrow or my bow. I knock an arrow. Yeah, you actually I pull have to it knock back. the arrows. I pull it back with both arms. Launch it take down my first victim then the whole posse runs up on me and i pull out my sword and my axe and i start blocking their attacks and as they're wearing themselves down physically blocking them by bashing them with my shield and holding up my shield arrows are whizzing at me and i'm holding up my shield and blocking them with my arm and then pulling the arrows out of the uh, shield and then knocking up another arrow in my bow and what? then firing yeah, on that people. You can pull arrows out of your shield. Yeah. What? I can, I can <laughs> even like put my shield out to block an enemy on my left 
then turn to my right and start fighting the people on my right. So it's like you yeah. feel like you're in a battle. Yeah, you're not looking at both of your hands at all times. Yeah. So you, I, you have free free look movement. Like you can't you're you can look around with independent of your body. See, I'm playing Skyrim, regular Skyrim right now, and now I'm throwing in the trash. Throwing <laughs> in the trash. The shit game. I'm actually the shit game. I jumped I back into Skyrim as well uh, with VR and uh, by myself, Ian. You inspired some, uh, yeah. some Skyrim playing. You and Brad both, actually. That we sounds should, so awesome. We should be having like a Skyrim really cool. cast right now, actually. Like the resurgence. I... I honestly had a moment, like an oh shit moment the other night where I was just, I literally thought to myself out, like, I even said it out loud, Skyrim VR, this is as good of an experience as, like, Morrowind was for me. Like, my first Elder Scrolls experience. This is the only, this is like the first real step forward for Bethesda I and feel like in Elder Scrolls like since Morrowind I think it's the first step forward for VR yeah. honestly like uh, okay not first step forward like next step no, forward it's, Sorry. it's a leap Yeah, it's, 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 it's a... for 99% of the VR games out there they are experiences to be uh, like sat down for like 40 minutes or Mm -hmm. five to 40 minutes and either play like one scenario of something uh, or have like a like a sort of like a nov novel not novel uh, like film but in 3D kind of thing yeah mm -hmm. where you may have some sort of way to manipulate the world but it's not exactly like I don't know what the right word to say I don't want to say impactful but I think that's like, in Skyrim, you can, like, run around just like in Skyrim and, like, kill a dude and he's dead. Yeah. And you have, like... It's a living, breathing it's world. Skyrim, like, you know? Like, yeah. everyone's played... Not everyone, but most people have played Skyrim and know that you can do a lot of things. There's hundreds and hundreds of hours. And I've never played a VR game that gave you the choice to, like, oh, I want to go over there and do whatever, like Skyrim does. And Skyrim, mm -hmm. that's, like, the best part about Skyrim and then playing that in VR is addictive. It's it's wild. Yeah. Um, I, you know, when I I first started playing, I got a little motion sick because I was messing around with the control types, and I yeah. went to the nearest inn and sat down in a chair next to the fire and just hung out in the inn <laughs> I until saw, I felt I fine. Seeing... Until I felt until I felt fine, uh, like more comfortable with the uh, motion. So and Brad it, and I made a character called Zangpuck, oh, which we've been streaming. Uh, yeah, Ian, take it away. We got to take a shot. I just took a shot. That was our code word, mm. secret code word, Zangpok. Um Why would you say it again? Doesn't that mean you have to take another one? Oh, uh, shit. Uh, well, Ian, yeah. fill some time for me. Go. I'd... Talk about something, have... anything, anything. Go. Well, I've been playing my regular Skyrim. I tried uh. to uh, start a character that I wouldn't normally play. I never play as, you know, mage. Oh. Um, I love the mage. I made it 15 minutes, 15 minutes past like, you know, the first like character creation, like once 15 minutes where I'm out of my own Ian? and promptly decided I'm never going to use 
magic again. Ian, I'm the same way, and I feel kind of bad about it. I, the only magic I ever got into was alteration because it kind of you kind of use it to buff before a battle. Yeah. Um, yep. Illusion is is really fun though. Um, if you're a sneaky little mage, it's it pairs really well with stealth. I've never tried a sneaky mage. That sounds really cool. It's so cool. Just okay. Picture this. Skyrim okay. cast. Picture this. This is our Skyrim cast. We're talking about a fresh build here. Wait, uh, what's our Skyrim cast called? It's called the Bannered Mare cast. Oh, wow. I like it. Yeah, I actually <laughs> like that a lot. Nice. Um, <laughs> Here's here here's my fun sneaky mage build. You sneak around, you have Good. high destruction uh, abilities, so you can set traps. You put runes on the ground. So what you do is you infiltrate as an area, you set your traps, you scout out all the enemies, you use invisibility to go on maneuver unseen, I and you use illusion that. spells like fury. To like, oh fury! Make, make uh, enemies fight each other, and like, so you don't even have to draw a weapon, and then you lure them into your traps and kill them with your daggers or whatever Shit, you want. That sounds awesome. It's that sounds really cool. cool. Yeah, it's I I've played a character all the way to to like level fifty that way. Wow, that's that's. And I know how much you like you boys are sneaky boys. Uh, it's like being a yeah. well, not all the time, but you guys, no, you guys have right. been known to be a little. Yeah, sneaky, you're totally right. Ian and I are both sneaky boys. Yeah, sneaky bow boys. Mm -hmm. Or, yep. Or when we play, when we used to play a lot of Call of Duty, we'd put on our SMG silence SMGs yep. with like fastest. We called Hornet loadouts yep. and just zip around. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, Hornet! It works so well sometimes. Like we would just go on a spree of like <laughs> skateboarding through these levels just basically because we're going hug, so fast hug the outside and just hug the outside wall around. and just run i still I, use that i i adopted your strategy following the per maps parameter and like yeah, every yeah. every uh online multiplayer game like because that Destiny way you always have cover on one side yeah it's so Except perfect that's what I that's what I loved about Titanfall 2 because it I took my shooter game to the next level cuz it didn't matter that I had cover because yeah someone could you know what I mean Titanfall 2 is so, crazy cuz yeah you can't that's do what, that that's why I loved it it forced it me to change it. up the yeah that's such a good game oh my god I want to play that game anyway sorry keep going continue Skyrim VR Skyrim VR yeah yeah um okay graphically it's Skyrim. It looks just as good as the real game. With one exception, while you have the headset on, there are limitations to resolution. It's a 1080p screen that's literally one inch from your eyeball. <laughs> so, yeah. like, what what everybody else sees on the TV while you're playing looks great. It looks just like Skyrim. What well, you see is a little bit. A, great's an overstatement, a little bit. It is Skyrim. It, it, it looks like Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Which, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But what you see, there's a lot of jaggies, you know, a lot of blurred objects in the distance. But. It's, it's like playing Skyrim on, like, medium low. Yeah. You um, give it a few minutes, and it all feels 
yeah. feels good. Totally. As long as your camera isn't acting up. Today, for the first time, my camera is drifting to the right. That's why I'm drinking right now is because I need some inspiration because I've been, <laughs> we've been troubleshooting this forever and nothing's working. I think we're going to have to set up the whole VR thing over again. But that God sounds damn. awful. It's awful. It came so good, and I just want to play it. Yeah, I yeah, it's it's bonkers. I have no idea what what's going wrong. It's it's I, so weird. I thought I had my Skyrim fill too. Huh. Like after uh, how much I played it, how much I modded it, yeah. how many how many times I went back and played it again, and modded it again. <laughs> Like, I mean, this is the reason. Let's. This is the reason you have a PSVR, right? Like, this, this is... is the reason I have a PSVR. I when they, I didn't actually think of getting one until they announced Skyrim for VR. Yeah, I bought it in like August because I was like, oh, two months the Skyrim's coming out, and then I got the date wrong. And yeah, then, that sucks. And then it and then it came out a month later, and I got <laughs> but I got the date wrong again. And... Hey, you have yeah. it now. I have it now, and, and it's, it's fantastic. Wonderful, it it's amazing. Doesn't make me sick. It's... No, I only get sick if uh, if I'm going up and down stairs that like circle stairs. You know? Yeah. Uh, what are those called? Uh, like where it's like a spiral staircase. spiral, yeah, spiral staircase or pathway. Because you have to do that, that really jerky turn. To uh, there is a there is a tolerance for that. Yeah, it's, you know, I think we, mine's so slowly building because it's getting better. Against that, that perception of motion, it's yeah. it's instinctively built into you, and it's hard to overcome it. But when you find your footing in in the game, it it doesn't distract too much. <sighs> well, that's about all. About I can I have to say about Skyrim VR. Brad, any closing thoughts on Skyrim VR? Um, check out our streams from oh, time yeah. to time. We have been streaming our Skyrim VR experiences. Derek and I have been playing like every night or every other night, and just since I got it, yeah, we've been the continuing on. adventures of uh, Zang Puck. Zang Puck. Yeah, it's uh. Ian, uh, what are you playing this weekend, or the week ahead? Do you have a nice turkey day time off at all, or? Um, um I got a couple Thanksgiving things to do, but I'll probably just play a little bit more uh, Skyrim. But mm, for the most part, man, that new guitar—it's going to be taking up most of my time. Oh so yeah, you have a new guitar. Uh, what kind is it? Yeah. Huh? What kind is it? Um, it's a super great uh, Fender Telecaster. Super great, super great, super great. Do you want to belong to? I have my uh, synthesizer set up, Ian. Do you want to come by and play it sometime? Uh, I could pull out my uh, amp for you. I could whip mine out too. He's not talking (sighs) about music stuff, but just well, it's fine. I like to watch. I like all the innuendo that's happening here. Keep it coming, Brad. Um, <laughs> see what I did there. I am um, coming. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we can could, we could play music sometime, man. Um, yeah, so we'll play some guitar. I'll, 
I've been trying to keep up with Overwatch. Oh yeah, that new character came out in Overwatch. She's weird. I don't understand her yet, but she's like we'll a magic see. user. Her name? What's her Moira? name? Moira. 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 Yeah, the only Moira Moira that means shit to me is that Fallout Three character that lived in Megaton. Do you remember Moira? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was. The only satisfaction I got from blowing up Megaton was knowing that she was there when <laughs> what? the bomb Wasn't went she off. the uh, survival guide expert person? Oh my god, yeah. She, she was. wasn't that bad. She was a little I cheery. I hated but... her voice. Yes, yes. She was a I little mean, overly I... cheery, but I think that was a good juxtaposition against the nuclear fallout backdrop. <laughs> Ian, did you like that wordplay? Did you like my big words? Yeah, they made me feel things. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, if you could write a book, what would it be like? Take us out. I, 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 tell, tell me about a story you'd write. This is the end of the, the episode. I am never going to do this story. You ask me every time I'm on here. I know. That was and, a joke, actually. I and still you have guys, to say no. things like, thank you to Kyle Lancer for the intro-outro music. Guys, uh, this is episode 101. I don't know. I want to try some more weird shit. I think I want to spend more time editing. Um, and hopefully it's shown in this episode. I will have a lot of extra time to edit this one. Because it's turkey day tomorrow. Brad has created some great art over here. I feel the world needs to see someday. Somehow. Oh my god, it's so weird. Um, yeah. It kind of reminds me of the Watcher from like... <laughs> Marvel, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know that exactly what you're talking about. Baby that sits on the moon. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, Jesus. All right. Yeah, I'm hanging up though. I got, I got stuff to do. <laughs> All right. See you later, Ian. Thanks for joining us. Later, guys. Uh, gobble, gobble, y'all. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Can't believe.